Boom. Welcome to Amateur Opinions Fantasy Football Show. Thank you so much for joining me. This is your host, Deuce. And uh, yeah, I'm here to deliver what I think are the best picks for Game Week 13. It's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is our first midweek game week. So that's exciting. You know, quick turnaround with football games is always, uh, is always great, especially when there's no, well, obviously there's no Champions League right now, which is why we have this midweek game. Anyway, without further ado, I'm going to start with the defense. And um, <clears throat> see, my, my picks for this game are Man City defenders and Man United defenders for sure. So Man City plays West Brom at home. And they've been very solid at the back. So I, I made the, I won't, I won't even call it a mistake, but yeah, you could, you could call it a mistake. I made the mistake of transferring in Benjamin Mendy for Cancelo. Cancelo has since played more games than Mendy has, which sucks. But uh, for this game, I, I fully expect Mendy to start, you know, the the so-called or the, the infamous Pep Roulette has, has begun with uh, with fixtures coming in thick and fast. So the best defender to have, I would say, is actually Ruben Diaz. He seems like the one who won't be rotated. Him and Kyle Walker seem like the most solid ones to have. And then, you know, Mendy and Cancelo will be rotated for the most part, as well as Walker here and there, but he he will start more often than not. And then, uh, so yeah, I've got... For this week, Mendy will definitely start, and then Ruben Diaz is my pick, though, uh, in terms of long term for more stability. And it's quite a threat from the back. Next up, I've got Maguire. Maguire is Oli's guy. He 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 never benches. Uh, but unfortunately, in typical fashion, I've got Tellers in. Uh, in my back line. So I like him going forward. I thought Shaw would be out for longer, but not, but he's not. I um I hope he starts, you know, since we have a, a quick turnaround with the Leicester not Leicester Leeds game coming up. He'll probably want Luke Shaw to start that game for more solid for a more solid option. But against Sheffield I don't think he'll be too worried. So I expect him to, or at least I hope that he starts Alex Tellers there. But Maguire, you know, if I could, I'd, I'd transfer in Maguire and Ruben Diaz as substitutes for my defenders just because they're more sure to start. Although you never really know, especially with Man City. Maguire will definitely start. Anyway, uh, next up I've got Southampton against Arsenal. This will be an interesting one. Arsenal just can't buy a goal, so that's why I've got Vestergaard starting in this game. And same applies, actually. We never really talk about goalkeepers, but, you know, goalkeeper, McCarthy, uh, an interesting strategy my, my, my big brother took, actually, in this game, in last game week, was he, he had both McCarthy and Pope in. So everyone knew McCarthy was going to get it clean. Right against Sheffield, but he opted to go with with Pope because you know typically Arsenal really can't score that much, and but they will take some shots 
right? So your, your keeper will have a lot of saves, especially if it's a good one. A lot of saves and ends up having three bonus points. Excuse me. Ends up having three bonus points if, if they keep it clean. So same probably applies for McCarthy this week against Arsenal. And Southampton can actually defend pretty well. So, uh, yeah. So I've got Vestergaard, McCarthy in this game. I, I like I like their prospects. And then uh, Chelsea plays Wolves. Again, Wolves without Jimenez are fairly toothless. Not quite, but fairly. So if you have a Chelsea defender, keep him in. So that, that's Zuma. Uh, James... He's 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 pretty good too going forward. Chilwell, yeah, take your pick there. And then Aston Villa against Burnley. Burnley's forward exploits are well documented. So, you know, if you have Martinez again, he's a is a, is is a good option as a goalkeeper here. And Konza as well. Matt Target, anyone you want really, will be a decent option here. Now, if we move forward into the midfield. Now, as I mentioned, the Pep Roulette, where he heavily rotates his team with uh, mid midweek fixture fixtures, especially if it's a game against a West Brom side that really isn't much of a threat. You know, uh, KDB, I would say, is the most likely midfielder you want in here. If you own Sterling and he starts, you'll be you'll be very happy because this is the type, this is the type of game he'll he'll do well. Same goes for Mares. Uh, Mares, Sterling played the whole game. You know, uh, during on the weekend, and Mares was substituted at sixty five minutes. So, of the two, I would say Mares is most likely to start since he only played sixty five minutes. And Pep has always raved about his fitness. So I would think he would start for this game, hopefully. And I hope so because I have him in my team. Uh, I couldn't quite afford having all the options I have in my team and K- KDB. So I've got Mares in there. Hopefully he starts. If he does, then he's most likely going to produce something. But De Bruyne, for sure. Uh, if you have De Bruyne, he's, he's a captain option easily, easily. Okay, which takes me to Man United against Sheffield. Sheffield has yet is the only team that hasn't had a clean sheet all season. So that kind of tells you what you need to know. So my captain option this week is Bruno. Although, like I said, it's a midweek game. We've got Leeds on the weekend. So he might, and Leeds is always a high-intensity game, so... Bruno, if 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 they, I, I expect him to start, but I, I don't expect him to finish the whole game, especially if they kind of take care of the game by sixty minutes. I expect him to be substituted out for uh, you know Donny van der Beek or something, just to preserve his legs for for Leicester, for Leeds. Sorry. So yeah, so that's my pick there. Uh, you know, a guy like Rashford is likely to do well as well as well against Sheffield. Uh, yeah. Next up, I've got Salah. Salah is one of those guys at home. He's most likely gonna gonna give you something. You know, if you look at his record, you know, um, he's only blanked how many times at home? Once against Sheffield, which is which is a weird game to blank. But 
he's had returns in all of those games. So, you know, Salah is always a safe bet at home. Doesn't matter who the opposition is. Especially with him taking pens as well. And then I've got uh, Jack Grealish against Burnley. Look, I was watching Jack Grealish. I sold him last week. Uh, the week, Actually, the week they had a, a blank against Newcastle. And I was watching their game this week against Wolves. And he just looked... He's just, he's just always a threat. Anytime he gets the ball on that left flank, you know, cutting in, he's always a, he's always a threat. Now, the interesting, interesting thing about Grealish is I'm curious who the new penalty taker is. So El Ghazi took the penalty against Wolves because Oli Watkins has, has missed uh, a couple this season. So he's off duty in that regard. El Ghazi is not a starter. Or at least he didn't start on the weekend. So, you know, because Trezeguet sometimes starts, Traore sometimes starts. The penalty came when El Ghazi was on the pitch. So I'm curious if the penalty comes without El Ghazi on the pitch, is it Grealish who then takes it? Because it's clearly not going, not going to be Watkins. So that's why I brought Grealish back in, just in case he's the new penalty taker. But as well, you know, in open play, he's, he's a beast. Next up, I've got Lukman, actually. So it's, I think it's time for us to start taking Fulham seriously. They're now a much more solid team with attacking intent and exploits. And Lukman has had returns in three of his last four game weeks. If he hadn't done that stupid penalty Panenka thing he did, that would have been more returns. So he's he's a serious option to have because he's 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 basically at the end of everything that's good. So Lukman against Brighton. Brighton just shipped in three against Leicester. Madison had a monster game there, you know. And you know Lukman, like I said, is at the heart of everything good that happens with Fulham. So. Uh, he's he's an actual option here. If you're looking for, uh, you know, a transfer where you need to save money as well, Lukman's your guy, hundred uh, percent. So is Cavalero, by the way, uh, and Cavalero takes the penalties for for Leicester. So you know, Cavalero is also an option for you to to bring in. I'm just checking now if he's a yeah, he's a midfielder. Yeah, so you can take your pick between Cavalero and Lukman, uh, keeping in mind that Cavalero takes the penalties. So that might kind of pip him uh, against uh, Lukman. A guy to watch is Pulisic. Had him last week, uh, but he obviously didn't play, but he's back fit. I'm just not confident in terms of him playing for 90 minutes, rotation as well. Uh, him him having a niggle last week so but he's one to watch because I do rate him highly and I would think Frank Lampard would kind of want him to play because of what they did on the weekend against Everton he did, definitely doesn't want to drop points against Wolves which is you know a very tricky fixture for anyone now moving to the forwards Bamford Against Newcastle at home, I like Bamford in this game. Bamford, I like him in every, in pretty much every single game because of the statistics regarding how many shots he takes in the box and just how Leeds plays. He's the focal point. The kind of their play is centered on creating chances for Bamford. So 
I do like him in this game against Newcastle. Uh, Jesus, Gabriel Jesus against West Brom. I know I don't need to say much more for that one. Do I expect him to have big numbers? Probably not, because that's not what Jesus does. But if there's a game he will have big numbers, it'd be this one. This could easily be a 4-0 type of game. So, <clears throat> you know, having a City guy in there, it's never a bad option. Especially this week. I mean, there's it's kind of a weird game for strikers. Game week for strikers. Uh, speaking of strikers, I've got Ollie Watkins against Burnley again. Second half, Arsenal was starting to look very dangerous. You know, like I said, got a few chances in the middle. And this is an Arsenal side that struggles to create chances. That we can't say the same thing for Aston Villa. So that's why I like Grealish and Ollie Watkins against Burnley. Um, yeah, I think they can definitely have some some returns. Jamie Vardy, I have him in just because of respect and what he's managed to do. But if Everton continue with Mason Holgate and uh, what's his name? The other guy, the other centre-back guy from Norwich last season. If they keep those two at the back on the flanks, or sorry, on the full-back positions, that limits your create your creativity from out wide. So that could affect Leicester's output. <clears throat> That's why he's not really a high pick for me this week. Because I would, I would expect them to do the same thing they did against Chelsea with this dangerous Leicester team. And then Danny Ings against Arsenal. <clears throat> Again, Arsenal struggling. Ings, a beast. So he's, yeah, he's one to, to definitely, if you have him, don't put him on the bench this week against Arsenal. You could, it could easily be a nil-nil, don't get me wrong, but... Southampton really, really play well, and uh, especially when Ings is there. I've already mentioned captain options, Bruno, KDB, those two. It's a toss-up. Keep in mind that Bruno, away from home, has had double, double, uh, double figures. I think in all of them, if I'm not mistaken. All of them except the West Ham game, which he didn't start, right? Of which, if he had started, we all know he would have had double double game week, double figures. So yeah, so I've got Bruno as my number one captain. Although I don't think he'll finish the game just because of the midweek fixtures. And then Kevin De Bruyne because I think he's the most likely to start against West Brom, and you know that's big numbers. Do I like Calvert Lewin? Look, uh, Calvert Lewin, out of respect, I guess, but. Not really in this game week. There's the kind of guy who, who can just score one goal, you know, and have six points. So why not? And then uh, uh, another shout will be Wilfred Zaha against West Ham. West Ham is kind of a two-half team. They play really well in the first half and really bad in the second half. So Zaha in that second half can actually give you give you something. But yeah, I uh, yeah my my week was pretty decent. I, I got saved by Vardy and Justin. My 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 totals in that game week were horrible. So those those two players really really did save me. Uh, but yeah, guys, all the best this week. Hopefully you guys do well and uh, yeah manage to get get the exploits you need from your captain and your defense especially. 
I'm hoping Mendy and Teller start because for me, those two are guaranteed cleans and potentials for, for assists, which would be massive. You know, a goal, we saw what Justin did with, a, with a, an assist and a clean, 11 points, easy. So hopefully that's, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. But uh, these are my amateur opinions. Be sure to like and subscribe and all that stuff. If you have any friends that play fantasy, just point them to this weekly or rather game weekly podcast that I do with Easy. But uh, these are amateur opinions. If you like them, if you take them, you can take them. If you don't, you can leave them. All the best. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.